Shalom, this is Rabbi Paul Saul from Congregation Shuv Israel in West Hartford, Connecticut. And today I'd like to take a few minutes to reflect upon Parshat Bo, this week's reading, found in chapter 10, verse 1 of Exodus, and concluding in chapter 13, verse 16 in Exodus. It seems to me that every year gift-giving season comes earlier and earlier. To the point that some desperate merchandisers actually try to lure us into their stores with Xmas and August promotional ads. This year, in reaction to the societal retreat due to COVID and the ensuing economic concerns, retailers have been even more aggressive with online marketing. Black Friday internet specials arrive in October as warm-ups to the real event and seem to have lingered through the month of November. But as we read Parshat Bo, we should be taken with the concept of Passover in January a reversal of materialism as Hashem offers us the priceless gift of personal and communal redemption. Among Messianic Jews, much has been said concerning the parallels between the sacrifices of the Paschal Lamb and that of Yeshua. After all, the Paschal Lamb was the Korban Pesach, the essential sacrifice which God commanded the children of Israel to make before liberating them from bondage to the Pharaoh of Egypt and bringing them to Sinai, where they would enter into a covenant of service to him. The blood of this lamb placed upon the lintel and post of the doors of Israel's abodes in Goshen stood as a sign by which the destroyer would pass over them, averting the plague of death to the firstborn which befell the households of Egypt. Similarly, the blood of Yeshua, who Yochanan the Immerser referred to as the Lamb of God, spiritually holds the curse of sin and death in abeyance, and brings both Israel and the nations into a renewed covenant with God. Yeshua himself used the symbols that surround the Seder meal and the Passover lamb to ritualize and point forward to his own efficacious sacrifice. Both Passover lambs provide material and spiritual redemption for the community of Israel, but they also create a community of redemption out of the people of Israel. This is accomplished through the dialectic of Chesed and Gevurah, According to Jewish mystical thought, the Holy One in the creation of the world employed these two movements. Chesed, or literally loving-kindness, is the move outward toward distant horizons. For the individual, this means expanding oneself and reaching out to others. Gevura, or strength, on the other hand, is an act of inward recoil, withdrawing into the protective recess of one's own inward self. Through the chesed souls touch each other and loving communities created. By virtue of Gevura, self-awareness occurs and souls are developed. Since each and all people are created in the image of the divine, much can be learned about God in the Chesed community as well as the loneliness of Gevura. By examining Torah's account of the Paschal Lamb in Exodus 12, 3-8, we can see the cyclical pattern of Chesed and Gevura. First, Moses is commanded to speak to the entire assembly of Israel, instructing them to each select a solitary, unblemished male lamb from the flocks for the individual households. The lamb is brought into the humble homes for a five-day period of inspection, as it is observed within the privacy of each household for that period, the particularity of the lamb increases. First, it is referred to as a lamb in verse 3 with no definite article employed. 
Then it becomes the lamb in verse 4, and eventually we're told it shall be yours in verse 5. Here the taking of the lamb represents a recession inward to the individual home, a seeding of communal attachment for the sake of increased personal awareness. In a move toward Gevura, the lamb becomes more sentient to the observing family, and the attachments to it become more sentimental. No doubt its death will seem more brutal and become more efficacious as the awareness of its innocence becomes more acute. The same can be said of Yeshua, of course. From a distance, he is a prophet among many and a Messiah among many candidates. Brilliant scholars have sought to place him within the great expanse of history, only to lose the power of his personality, the magnetism of his presence, and the dynamism of his spirit. But when you draw closer to him, examine his life and imbibe of his spirit, he goes from being a Messiah to the Messiah, and eventually becomes your Messiah. Only in the closeness of such examination can one better know the love and nearness of God and the depths of our own need. It is in this awareness of our neediness that propels us into the community and compels us then to seek others. Torah tells us that around the Paschal Lamb a new chesed community forms. We read that if the household is too small for a lamb, let him and his neighbor near, next to his house take it according to the number of people. Living together, sharing needs, provision, and protection is made possible through the sacrifice of the Passover lamb. How natural then for all Jews to begin the Seder with the strange declaration, this is the bread of poverty. It's followed by a seemingly contrary yet open invitation for all who are hungry to come and eat. It's not the physical act of eating that draws us together, rather it is the great sense of solidarity and empathy that we each crave. It's only in our deepest awareness of poverty, suffering, and brokenness that we are drawn out of our own self-protective cocoons into the loving embrace of community. This year we are given the opportunity of concretizing this declaration by giving selflessly to meet the needs of others. Food insecurity is rampant, and we're compelled to heed the aspirations of Torah that declare, however many, however may there be no destitute among you, which we find in Deuteronomy chapter 15, verse 4. Chesed also allows us to enter the emotional space of others through the gift of empathy. This past Tuesday evening, with my wife and daughter, I watched the brief but emotional memorial service at the mall in the nation's capital which was held for the 400,000 souls stolen by a plague of epic proportion. I could tell how deeply sad my family was, but I was truly shaken by my own sense of self-protectionism. How could I cry for lost recreation and human contact when so many would never see their loved ones again? Chesed comes with a price, and empathy and compassion can leave scars. It's no wonder that before placing himself upon the altar of redemption, Yeshua retreated to Gethsemane to share his suffering with his Father and to be strengthened. When we embrace his sacrifice through the poverty attained through the introspection of Gevurah, we can truly enter the chesed of community. After Yeshua partook of his final Seder with his disciples, he prayed this prayer, which we find in Yochanan 
chapter 17, verse 21 through 23. Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one. I in them and you in me. May they be brought to complete unity to let the world know that you have sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. So this year, as we read Parsha Bo and consider the Passover lamb and God's gift of redemption, may this prayer of Yeshua become manifest in our lives and in our redemptive communities. This is Rabbi Paul Saul wishing you shalom. I hope that uh, you've enjoyed this commentary that has been meaningful to you. And if you want to read more commentaries like this, please log in to umjc.org.